0: Well, it has been a very quiet session overnight. If this was a Western, there would be tumbleweed rolling down the street with Clint Eastwood saying... It's too quiet for my liking. But on the absence of much news, U.S. equities have slid back a little. The Aussie dollar isn't gaining as much as the U.S. dollar is losing. And that seems to be happening quite a bit lately. We'll be looking at that today. RBA minutes out, but really it's corporate earnings from the U.S. that are driving things. That and vaccine news. And later on, Apple will launch a new Apple something. Nobody's quite sure what. It's Tuesday, the 20th of April, 2021. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. US dollar is down half a percent on the DXY this morning. It's down 0.6% on the Japanese yen, with the euro up 0.4%. The Aussie is up a quarter percent. It was up almost 0.6% earlier, taking it to the highest level it's been since March the 18th. And the pound climbing 1.1%. Wow. A small move up uh, in 10-year treasuries, up two basis points to 1.6%. Australian 10-year yields are down two basis points to 1.71%. And shares are down in the US, 0.4% for the down, 0.7% for the uh, S&P 1.1% 500, 1.1% down for the NASDAQ. The Russell 2000 is down 1.4%. Their uh, shares also down across Europe. Whilst oil is up, uh, and 0.4% up for Brent and WTI. Brent now back over $67 a barrel. Tapper Strickland is direct economics for markets at NAB in Sydney. He joins us this morning. I guess, you know, it's not a surprise to see a fall in equities. I mean, they were at highs. So when you get to a high, uh, you can expect a bit of volatility. You've got to go down sometime, haven't you? <laughs>
1: Good morning, Phil. Yes, that that appears to be what investors are doing. And it's actually interesting when you look at the S&P 500 and uh, map it against its 200-day moving average. Basically, when the S&P 500 is about 60% above that 200-day moving average, a sell-off has traditionally occurred. And that's occurred in the four of the last five sell-offs that we have seen. So it does look like a a little bit of profit-taking and perhaps um, some technical factors out there. And I think the broader market, not only in, in equities, but also in uh, rates, are really um, recessing, waiting for new news flow that may indicate that uh, the growth story is continuing and that inflation remains on track. There has been very little data over the past uh couple of days
0: on on either of those issues. Yeah, so so, so the, what happens then, of course, is as well that uh, shares react to any bit of news. So Tesla down 4.4% because of that tragic story about two people driving a Tesla. Well, actually, nobody driving the Tesla. No one was in the driving seat and it crashed, uh, spun off the road. And that, that hit Tesla quite hard today. But also uh, Josh Hawley, a senator uh, in the U.S., is has introduced a bill to try and uh, bust up big tech in the U.S. as well. Uh, this would be very bad news for uh, if it happened for Amazon because basically the, the bill is saying that uh, you shouldn't be able to run an online marketplace and sell goods on that marketplace at the same time as well. So, but, you know, Amazon not really reacting too, too much. I guess everyone's had a go at big tech, haven't they, in the United States and it's never really got very far.
1: It it, it does seem like that. And with the Senate just so close, it doesn't look like uh, major tech reform will occur, at least uh, within mm. this side of the midterm elections in the US. And other anecdotes out of the reporting season still continue to paint that very positive picture of the US economy. Uh, Coca-Cola reported that demand in March had returned to pre-pandemic levels. So it does suggest uh, that, that that cyclical rotation story uh, in terms of earnings is, is still there. And when you do look at earnings, uh, most earnings have beaten expectations so right. far.
0: And uh, the vaccine news also looking pretty good, isn't it, really? I mean, we've got uh, vaccines being rolled out and and alongside it, it does look like I mean, there is this uncertainty, isn't there? Maybe, you know, maybe there will be variants that are not quite so immune to to the vaccine. But generally, I mean, you know, look where the vaccines are being rolled out, and look at the uh, look look at the infection rates. I mean, they're they well down.
1: Yes, that's that's right. And when you uh, look at the virus reports that that are coming out in terms of vaccinations, they're all very very positive stories. And just two to illustrate here is the U.S. now reports fifty percent of the adult population has received at least one vaccine mm. dose, and thirty three percent are now fully vaccinated. And uh, the CDC has also been reporting very few cases of new COVID-19 out of those people who have been fully vaccinated. So I think they were saying that only been 6,000 cases of COVID-19 out of the 84 million Americans now fully vaccinated. So that does suggest uh, getting the COVID-19 vaccine gives you a high degree of uh, immunity against the virus, And importantly, amongst those 6,000 who did get the virus, uh, none were
0: hospitalised
1: and uh, none of them died either. So it does suggest uh, uh, they are f-
0: fully yeah. effective. So long as we don't, you know, so long as we don't get a new variant that changes that story, which is why the UK, ha- UK has now declared India a red zone because uh, of fears that the COVID cases there And their mutations uh, might have some effect. They don't, they actually don't know, do they? But that just shows that, you know, you've still got to be on the, play it on the safe side. But what about the, uh, the Australia New Zealand bubble now open for business? I guess that is going to be better news. Are we seeing any reaction to that? Because that's obviously going to be better news for New Zealand than it is for Australia, given, you know, uh, Tourism is about 6%, a little under, of their GDP, and about 40% of visitor arrivals are Australians, maybe not the best-spending ones. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's that's got to be very positive for the Kiwi economy, hasn't it? Uh, it,
1: it, sh- it should be. And uh, just r- relative to Australia, I think in Australia we get 15% of our short-term arrivals from, from New Zealand, so relatively uh, better for New Zealand in an economic sense. Uh, the travel bubble is also being taken as a precedent in terms of how Australia may re-engage with the mm. rest of the world. Uh, and that re engagement may occur through further tr- travel bubbles with other countries or even uh, vaccine passports. So we'll be looking at the experience of the tr- travel bubble quite closely to see yeah. how
0: that goes. No, the Aussie dollar, not up as much as the US dollar, is down today. I mean, we've got used to the Aussie dollar sort of uh, steadily climbing, haven't we? Whereas the pound is up quite a bit today. So, two questions on that. Uh, the, uh, the Aussie dollar uh, have, has it lost a bit of its momentum? And why is Sterling doing so well today? Is it, is that just vaccine related as well? Do you think
1: it does look like the Aussie has uh, underperformed a little bit relative to other currencies out there? And uh, when you look at, at some of the valuation models that w- we run, it does suggest the Aussie is un- un- underperforming on some of those valuation metrics a- out there. Exactly how that squares up remains to be seen. But we're still of the view that the Aussie will rise over the medium term.
0: Okay. And the and the and Sterling, where's that? What's the story there today?
1: Yeah, the story for cable and for Euro very similar. It's more about the reopening story. The US reopening story is pretty much done at the moment in terms of the way financial markets have priced the other side of the recovery. And the other driver for the US, the potential for an infrastructure package looks like it's going to be delayed a little bit. um, Just given Democratic uh, Senator Joe Manchin has pushed back on the extent of proposed corporate tax increases. So, that does look like it's going to be some way off, so the story then comes back to Europe, uh, just given there seems to be more acceleration in terms of the vaccine rollout now, there were a few headlines recently saying Pfizer was expected to deliver around two hundred and fifty million vaccine doses this quarter, which should allow the European recovery to continue from here.
0: Is there any interest in this u s climate summit as far as the markets are concerned it 's happening on Thursday. Uh, Joe Biden is going to lay out his new national goals for uh, for the u s the u k uh, it, it, the front page of the FT today is talking about how they're stepping up their cuts to their carbon emission goals. And then we're hearing that Scott Morrison, if you look at the AFR reporting today, Scott Morrison was speaking at the Business Council of Australia dinner last night. And uh, he didn't actually say that Australia will reach net zero emissions by 2050. But he did say that they're going to try and reach towards it. And he's going to look at the commercialization of low emissions uh, technology, which is a bit of a new direction, isn't it really, to be quite so vehement everyone seems to, everyone seems to be on board with this so uh, will there be any market reaction to this or is this just going to be a, a bit of another gab fest do you think I don't think there'll be too
1: much market reaction but what we have seen over the past couple of days is um, the coal sector coming under a little bit of pressure so there's some reports mm. out of Poland saying that the government has nationalized their coal uh, mines and uh, coal power plants um, on the back of those uh, European developments in terms of emission standards. Um, so there was some fear that those um, industries may, may come un, un, uh, under pressure there, uh, and consequently electricity production would be uh, affected there. So I think there is some interesting stories going on there, but none of that, that would be particularly mucker moving
0: yeah, all right, but it'll be an interesting day, won't it, to see uh, how that... I mean, one the, one positive out of that is that uh, we've had all this unrest, haven't we, uh, uh, between the US and Russia over Ukraine, and there's, there's a story that uh, Russia's bolstering its warship presence in the Black Sea. But we're also now hearing that Putin has apparently accepted Biden's invitation to go to that virtual climate summit on, on Thursday. So uh, they, I guess that's uh, a, a peace offering got, uh, in both directions. Look, uh, today, RBA Minutes... Mm. anything to say on that i
1: wouldn't think there would be much in there when you look at the post-meeting statement uh, from the corresponding board meeting there's very little changed in the statement at the margin there's a little bit of strengthening around whether the rba could do further qe and in that statement it noted that the bank is prepared to undertake further bond purchases if doing so would assist with progress towards goals of full employment and inflation you'll have to say uh, as a De facto that, of course, that would be the case. And so the uh, bank seems to be lining up the case for another round of QE after September. Uh, the meeting also occurred uh, alongside the financial stability review so it's likely to have some a, a little bit of discussion around that as well but nothing too muck moving in that respect.
0: Right so really it's just reporting season isn't it really today which we've got I mean we've got uh, China's loan uh, prime rate decision today UK uh, unemployment numbers as well uh, but I mean you know they were in lockdown in February uh, there's not you know it's not, not particularly relevant is it but uh, we get United Airlines and IBM reporting uh, after the close which is very soon in the United States uh, so uh, how's the I mean the reporting seasons generally been very positive so far.
1: Yes, I think uh, when you exclude the financial sector, I think about 12%, um, sorry, um, earnings have beaten expectations by around 12%. uh, So it does look Mm. like uh, things are definitely beating that. And financials have topped earnings expectations by 38%. So very strong earnings season there. And exactly how investors react to that in terms of um, equities will be interesting. Um, Obviously, um, equity markets have been pricing in the other side of the recovery for quite some time. Um, So uh, it'll be interesting to see what the outlooks are like and whether that justifies the the valuations that are there in the market at the moment.
0: Right. And Apple have got an an event. No one's actually unusually, normally everyone knows in advance what it's all about, but uh, no one's quite sure. It's not been leaked, but they are going to launch something. What do you reckon it's going to be? New iPad, new uh, new MacBook, an an Apple toaster? Um, Are they going to get into shoes? What? what, What do you reckon? Uh, Your guess is as good as mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we wait with bated breath for that one. All right, very good. Uh, Very quiet day, isn't it, today? Uh, But we've done a marvellous job of uh, making it sound interesting, I think, hopefully. Uh, We'll uh, see you again very soon. Thanks, Tapas. Uh, Great. Uh, Thanks, Phil. I'm an Android boy, so uh, an Apple launch has got absolutely nothing to do with me. Uh, That's it for today, though. That's the morning call from NAB. I'm Phil Dobby, back again on Wednesday morning. See you then. (laughs)